And I'm just gonna say it, in case it's not already obvious, an old personal friend of mine. So it's great to- I knew you when you drank. <laughs> That was a long time ago. Listen, we better we better cut at this point. Uh, yeah, so that's been 20 years. Charlie Duff. Wait, one more thing. Yeah. When I left Fox TV, yeah. they don't know this. I was gonna be your road guy. I know. The video guy. And Fox TV, remember everything happened at Fox and they took over the news for a while? Yeah. And they wouldn't let me work with you? Yeah. I don't know. Cause Look, cause I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. We'll fix that in New I'm York. not. I'm not privy to all the details. I, I still have but I think somebody out in affiliate land, like the word got around, and I don't want to blow anyone's mind that Just maybe Charlie Duff isn't entirely controllable. Hey, folks, what do you want out there? <laughs> controllable? No, I'm a good employee. I'm a good person, but you can't have my Mac. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and you owe me dinner because Joe Biden did make it to the general election. You said he was going to die. That was so stupid. I know. So where are we going? <laughs> work, I'll drink for both of us. <laughs> the name is Charlie Duff. You, of course, you won't forget it if you've come this far. Tucker Carlson today is the name of the show. New episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Fox Nation. We'll, <laughs> we'll see you every week at 8 p.m. Live from downtown Detroit, it's no BS news out with my main man. Na 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 No bullshit! Let's just break it up. Double or bullshit. Double or bullshit. Good evening and welcome to Charlie LaDuff tonight. Well, he's gone. I take, I take his. But he won the biggest news. Don Lemon won the biggest news. Let me tell you something. Turn up the fucking music. It's a serious business, bro. All right, thank you. Once upon a time, journalists would die for a good story, even if it meant that their cocktail collaborators from the smoke-filled back room of politics might get caught up in the proverbial blender. Now, the media increasingly looks to make good stories die. They belong to a cozy little turnstile that spins from Manhattan to Washington to Hollywood. Consider this. Members of the media take jobs in the government. And the government officials take jobs as consultant on cable TV news. And all of them bark for bit parts in fictitious Hollywood films where they portray their real-life selves. You can understand the public's cynicism. The popularity of the press is at an all-time low, rating just slightly above that of Congress, which itself rates as less popular than gonorrhea, head lice, and colonoscopies. The latest death by omission from the mainstream press last week wasn't Tucker, wasn't Don. It was that Anthony Blinken, the current Secretary of State, has been implicated in a political cover-up during the 2020 presidential campaign, namely that the Hunter Biden laptop story was fake Russian disinformation. According to the private testimony and sworn testimony of former acting CIA director Mike Morrell, Blinken, then a major Biden campaign official, was the impetus, and if you're listening, I'm doing the fingers, impetus, for a letter signed by Morell and 50 other top spooks in the Washington surveillance community. 
including five former CIA directors who falsely claimed that the laptop had all the classic earmarks of Russian disinformation operation. Morell testified that Blinken also helped strategize the release of the letter to a hand-picked journalist, I'm doing the fingers again, journalist at the Washington Post. Eventually, the letter went to a journalist at Politico. Now, what was Morell's motivation? To throw the election to Biden. According to a letter released by House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan, the testimony went like this. Jordan, what was the intent of the letter? Morell, there were two intents. One intent was to share our concern with the American people that the Russians were playing on this issue. And two, it was to help Vice President Biden. Jordan, you wanted to help the Vice President. Why? Morell, because I wanted him to win the election. The former head of the CIA the former head of the CIA. What irony. The disinformation story peddled by the Biden campaign and the Washington deep state was in fact disinformation decide, designed to swing the election to Biden. The story to me is at least as important as Watergate. I don't care about Hunter Biden. It's a scumbag. So what? I, I don't care. I never did. But I always cared about this. For all of us, for everybody in the world, who is the big guy mentioned in the laptop? The big guy, you may recall, was getting 10% of Hunter Biden's overseas haul. And yet, hardly a news outlet has touched the story about the fake letter. I can find no mention of it in Politico, the organization that first published it. Then there is the discredited Steele dossier, that was paid for by the Clinton campaign. We know that now. There's the discredited story of the Trump organization's ties to a Russian bank through secret servers. We also know now that that was concocted by the Clinton campaign. And now we got the laptop letter. So instead of being forced into shoe sales, Natasha Bertrand, the political writer, keeps working her way to the middle, currently pulling a paycheck at CNN, so long, Don Lemon. And not to be outdone on the right, Fox News agreed last week to a payout of more than three quarters of a billion dollars to Dominion voting systems. Rather than suffer the embarrassment of having its top opinion makers testify that they spun a fake story about election fraud, Rupert Murdoch elected to force his shareholders to pay up. The network hardly mentioned the historic settlement, much less apologize. So long, Tucker Carlson. Now, instead of separating fact from fiction, the media is a calliope cranking out chaos. They hector us. They scold us. They police our thought. That's not the job. And the public is starting to see it on all sides. The people are being mentally abused. And the people know that at least when they go to the proctologist and bend over to take it in the ass, they know someone has their best interests in mind. Isn't that right, Attorney General? <laughs> Absolutely. Can we get the Attorney General a drink here, please? Thank you very much. <laughs> Have a nice man Thank hat. You. Have Thank a nice you. man. Thank you very much. Okay, cheers. Cheers. Great, great having you here.
Thank you. I'm, I'm a more of an old-fashioned guy, but I, I guess I'll do it the old-fashioned. <laughs> look, at, look, look at these dandies. These, yeah, look at these dandies. Hey, we, we, don't, we don't have any lobbyists to pay for anything around here. Cheers, man. It's just a more manly drink. What can mm-hmm. I tell you? I'm sorry. What's in an old-fashioned? Uh... I Nailed him! <laughs> Nailed him, you pretentious! He doesn't make them, he just uh, yeah, orders I, them. I drink them, yes, yes. <laughs> Mike Cox, the former Attorney General of the great state of Michigan, joining us. Now, uh, um, full disclosure, Mike has done legal work for me. I want you to know that. Having said that, welcome in, brother. It's great being here. What did you think of that? Do you agree uh, with what it, I said? That was spot on, brother. Yeah, absolutely spot Hey, I was afraid to come here, but you, you have been my client, so I had to come. <laughs> But you're spot on. I mean, there really is this degeneration of, of standards, you know, whether it's in politics, military, uh, the media, wherever it is, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you know, uh, churches, Catholic church, even now, uh, you know, they still haven't fully apologized for the priests who abused hundreds, thousands of kids over the years. Let's just say it raped. You don't, raped. You're not the attorney raped. general anymore. Uh, good. Raped. Raped. Sodomized. And... It, so, but it's it's spread. That cancer spread to every institution. And most importantly, as you point out, when it's in the media, I mean that's that's the fact checker, right? That's the beauty of of the Bill of Rights, the First Amendment. That's what that's the antiseptic that sheds light or cleans everything, sheds light on everything, and we're we're losing it. And and I don't know how we get it back. It's the role's important, is it not, Karen? Because I I'm going to uh, give a. Uh, what would you say a keynote address to a group of older people that raise money for charitable purposes right. it's really just really you know top flight people looking to do good things in their in their later years and they want me to talk about um because be, because things are so partisan and the press has become partisan what do we do to get a disinterested press back and I'm thinking, I said to him, why would you blame it on us? Like, you know, the rise of right-wing media comes because, you know, there was a leftist bent to it for all those years, right. but everybody kind of believed it. And then when somebody figured out, why don't we pander to the right, people went there. Then the left figured out like, oh my God, look at the audience they're pulling. We should pander. Is it really the press's fault or is it the people's fault? I think it's the people's fault, Charlie. I mean, the thing about it is, is that the the, the media is has its role and its responsibility, but it, we also have an individual role and responsibility to ask questions, demand accountability, and think for ourselves. And that's not happening either. Well, as, you know, as Mike is saying, though, like we try to think for ourselves, but if there's no honest arbiter, what are you to think? Uh, you know, I at the I, I want to. I, I truly believe the, the media, which is so, so important in a democracy, in a republic, is, is really lost its, its morons. But, but Karen's right. Us consumers, you know, we, we, we want to eat candy every day. Right? We want to drink Manhattans, uh, you know, uh, and, and so we'll accept it. Uh, it's kind of funny. Yesterday, and I don't want to go off, off the agenda. We get an hour to kill. Go All on, right. Yeah. So yesterday, I don't know if you read about the... Um, uh, Montana legislature expelled yeah. this transex- transsexual, transgender, transgender yeah. um, a Zoe something or other, is a Democrat from Missoula. And it was a Republicans who did it, 
and it's simply to to squash her right mm-hmm. uh, like they 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 didn't want to hear her on the floor it's like who cares right she's in a minority so she gets to the microphone and says things you don't like you don't you don't care so that's one thing right mm-hmm. and but i'm reading the ap article about it and it's like compounded because i'm reading the ap article and and the writers who i'm counting on to sort of give it to me straight i'm not in montana they talk about the Republicans misgendered this is uh, this transsexual, and, and it's like Tra- transgender. Transgender. Oh, I'm sorry. no, it's cool. It's older yeah. school. That's yeah, yeah. Was the old word right? So, and th- th- which is my point, which is like it's like every week, every month, we all have to get out a new dictionary, right? And it, it's not a matter of being insensitive; it's a matter of word deconstruction and changing the meaning of words. And creating new words in, in order to police your thought. Well, right? there's there's a double thing, which is, yeah, as I as I said in the open there. Look, now the media's become the scold, the thought yes. police, right? But having said that, that's what a legislature is all about. The woman has every right, and we we need a woman right. to stand up and say things. That's why you're there. So on the other hand, you're looking at the majority implanting tyranny on the minority and it's like it, it's it's beyond either you're for people and letting them live or you're not and so what are we all trying to do crawling each other's space and there's no space left you know what i mean now it's a boxing ring. yeah yeah and we, we all use uh words like uh uh sensitivity in order to, and weaponize them right and it's like you you're not you're not reasonable you're not rational you're not sensitive to what i'm saying and we use it as not legitimately, but to weaponize. And both sides use it. Everyone uses it. Uh, and you brought Don Lemon and Tucker Carlson. Uh, you, you know, obviously both living a standard to the outer world and not living it within their own workplace. Uh, and both of them were very capable of weaponizing and and, and really trying to manipulate their audience. It's like. Mm-hmm. We, we have so many modern-day Huey Longs, right? So many mm-hmm. modern-day Father Cognizant. I know you go to Royal Oak Shrine and, and for church. And nope. Nope. No? Nope. Our Lady. Okay. Yeah. All right. But, uh, but it's like because people get afraid to exercise what they think and believe and, and say it out loud. And it's just everyone's become so intolerant and and. You know the no sh- bullshit network is one thing. It's 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 a pebble in the, in the pond, and hopefully it'll be a rock. It, it, you know, in a bigger pond and, and so forth. And that's why you and Karen, what you do is important. You hear that, Karen? Yeah, I'm listening, Charlie. But can I ask? Okay. Mike, can I, I want to ask a question. Right. I want to go back to when you first. Uh, why were you afraid to come on the show? i've known charlie for a while you know and i just and 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 i just didn't know where we go with this and and also i was uh you know i'm just out of practice i'm I'm just some lawyer trying to make a living 2010 the voters told me get out of politics you're fired get out of here (laughs) we don't want you anymore so i I took their i I heated what they said and i I try to make a living now you're making a living i am making it's an opportunity for growth it was just an opportunity for growth but i ask that because there's so many uh, alleged leaders, and I'm doing the air quotes, and elected officials who also don't want to come on the show. And so I was just I'm right. trying to gather all this information to see. Thank you for answering. Well, that. I'd like to think that I would go on when I was in office, I'd go on most anyone's show. 
I'm going to get to that when we get to the... I I, I was always chasing votes, and and I was a media whore. In in the segment we call Mike Cox, This Is Your Life, we're going to ask you those questions. But I I thought I would share with the audience. I called the Tucker Carlson camp and the Don Lemon camp and and the media folks I know in New York and the Beltway. There's a couple of things I know. Okay, so... It's Monday. Tucker Carlson and his crew are getting ready for the show. The monologue's drafted. They're 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 cranking up. They're ready yeah. to go. And it's a call from Suzanne Scott, the chief executive of Fox Media. It's no more than a 10-minute conversation. You're gone. And it's just they don't even know Carlson's camp, like what clause they were invoking in the contract, right. but they invoked the clause and you're out. But I know this. In the discovery process with the Dominion suit, a lot of embarrassing stuff came out. The text messages between, you know, like Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, Laura uh, Ingram, Ingram sure. uh, Uh Tucker Carlson got a got a nasty pair of thumbs. You know what I mean? Yeah, he yeah. and I know I've I've got some uh, that's private, but yeah, there's yeah there's heavy language, and he doesn't really think much of his bosses, right? There, that's that part. Um, Two, it's no secret that Murdoch, if you read the New York Post and the Wall Street Journal, they were done with the January 6th bullshit. They told Trump to take a hike, if you remember. Do you remember that, right? Absolutely. Okay, so when your host is saying, okay, it was Antifa, no, wait a minute, it was the FBI, no, wait a minute, it was peaceful, okay, enough of that. If you recall, Monday's when he's fired, Sunday's when Ray Epps... Oh, yeah. The guy Tucker's been saying is an FBI plant who's the FBI never heard of. He's going to file a suit. Okay, the board of directors are now getting a hold of the unredacted text messages that he's Okay. It's a liability now. Yes. Okay. Um, The lawsuit brought by his chief booker, Abby Grossberg. Okay. She has recordings. But the thing to know, that's the Me Too part of it, but Tucker Carlson never worked in New York. That thing you saw at the beginning of the yeah, show? Yeah, in Maine, right? Uh, Maine in the summer and Florida in the winter. Not too bad. So there's, <laughs> there. I don't think he's there creating a frat house atmosphere. His top two producers, they also got fired with him. It's no secret. They're both gay and they're married. I mean, you know what I mean? This isn't, this isn't. Delta, 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 or whatever. <laughs> I really felt like the Abby Grossman uh, part of it is getting overblown, but I think that's because she's out there talking about it. And, and I think she makes a good story for the opposition. And she's got recordings. Sure. But I think there's li- bigger liabilities that you mentioned. But, but you know, that's what happens when you, you do the stuff Tucker did, right? I mean, we're not England. We're not the UK. You can't use the sea world. You, you, you can use it public or privately. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean... You, you know, my my folks are from Scotland and Ireland. You go there, my are you my, fucking country? Absolutely, um, but I would it, only it, say that in an accent, though. You fucking country. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, if you say that around my wife or my daughter or myself, it, you can re- you recoil. And uh, so when he did that sort of stuff, you know, and, and it's kind of foolish. I mean, we here in Detroit, we know about the impact of texts. And unraveling oh, people's careers, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but but I, I think every city has that, and you know, and the and Tucker Carlson was just foolish to do that, and you know, using the c word and giving up a twenty million dollar year job—that's like, and dude, in, I, crazy. Like, in the beginning, 
you know, you don't believe the election fraud. And then when right. your audience is starting to evaporate, you're not leveling with your, your, yeah. you're lying to your audience. You know it was, it wasn't fake, man. Right? And yeah. that, that's a friend of mine. I do not speak for the man. There's many things I vehemently disagree with, but I just believe in this country, you have to talk to each other. Well, you, you know, what you and Karen don't do is you're not like getting, uh, you know, Nielsen ratings every day and saying, what demographic do I have to chase today? Uh. And, but, you know, that, that's what happens on MSNBC, C, CS, uh, CNBC, and of course with Fox and, and Bartiroma on, on the business side. I, I remember years ago, 30 years ago, and, and not to date myself, Chris Matthews was like the, the neutral arbiter, right? Mm -hmm. Middle of the road Democrat, worked for Carter, worked for Tip O'Neill. Yes. And... Uh, I loved him when I got elected. I got on a show a couple times later on, and he had moved so far to the left because the demographics were to keep the audience that now Rachel Maddow took, right? Uh, he and had to do split. that. And she split. She's a part-timer. Yeah, and, and, and who forgets Tucker Carlson when he wore a bow tie and seemed right. moderate, and he would go around the country doing debates with James Carville and others, right? Yeah, uh, but, interviewing Britney Spears. Yeah, yeah, and so with the bow tie, he was making 200 grand a year. Someone told him, get rid of the bow tie, you know, move to Maine, occasionally put on a tie, and you're going to make $20 million and you got to say this script. So, look, he's got a lot of offers. I mean, I think that's not anything new I'm, right. I'm telling anybody. But he's sitting, he's waiting. He's hired the same lawyer as Don Lemon <laughs> and Chris Cuomo. Yeah, yeah. Because everybody knows when it's done, it's just a bloodsucker of hey, a of Hey, a don't get industry. me wrong. If Don Lemon or, or Tucker want to call me, I'm gay. <laughs> Put your number. I'll go ahead and give, give, give the yeah, law yeah. office number. Go yeah, on. They yeah. might. They might. Yeah. They might. 833 Mike Cox. Really easy. <laughs> Is that right? Yes. 833. Haven't you seen his commercials, Charlie? He's got television commercials. You got television? I do. You're fired. Yeah. <laughs> I could have got Mike Moore's. I, I, I'm, a poor, I'm a poor man's personal injury attorney. Oh, what can I God. tell you? Okay, yeah, but you're right. Listen, Fox will be all audience on TV is diminishing. It's good yeah. to get out first because we all know it's a sewer. So let me take you through it. Glenn Beck yep. was the biggest thing since sliced yeah. cheese. Gone. Bill O'Reilly. And, and now doing better, by the way. I is think. it? Well, I mean, he started the Blaze. Yeah, but he got, his, he got his senses back. Well, he isn't owns that, it, yeah. He's not a loon anymore. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, <laughs> Bill O'Reilly was way more popular, had way bigger rating, right. ratings than Tucker did. Gone, broomed. The guy that invented it all, Roger Ailes, broomed. Yeah. Uh, Megyn Kelly, broomed. Right. Then Tucker, it, it, you know, it's, it's not going away. This, this no. division's going to remain. They know they'll be fine because they've been through it before. Yeah, Tucker yeah. knows he'll be fine because he's a talent. Yeah, um, I mean, he'll have XM station or whatever. Minimum. Dude, he got hundreds of millions of yeah. dollars. Anyway, dude, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. If I had hundreds of millions of dollars, you'd never hear from me. Yeah. I don't believe that. Well, okay. I, no, you, you, you couldn't stop. I'd Mark's be on right. a fishing boat uh, off Lisbon. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Drinking some Chianti, doing my podcast from there. Yeah, you, you would still be doing some investigate. I just know you. The tide's in. Yeah. All right, now Don Lemon. What happened to Don Lemon? <laughs> Growing workplace hostilities. He's just not getting along. Kind of an asshole. His yeah. He's got yeah. demoted. Okay. He wasn't getting kind of, sort of maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So don't believe when he's going against some right wing dude saying black people. The Civil War was about Second Amendment rights or what? What the fuck are you talking? Don Lemon was right there. That's not why they canned him. They canned him because nobody was watching, and it's a cut 
throat industry. And it wasn't coincidence that he got fired an hour later. I'm told by my friends inside CNN, it was the perfect time to do it, yeah. right? Yeah. If you do it right after Tucker, then, then Don can't yeah, be yeah, bitching yeah. and, yeah. you know, doing interviews because hey, hey, nobody cares. Hey, Charlie, you can't move the fact that he was doing 300000 a day. <laughs> Uh, Mika and Joe were doing 600 and, and Fox and friends were doing 1.5 or whatever. Yeah. Was, I don't, I don't right. even think they were doing 300. Were they? I say that's the last I read, but what, but whatever the measure was, uh, you know, I, if look, look at what Fox did with Bill Riley for so long, cause he was doing the same thing. Don Lemon was. Yeah. In, in essence. I mean, you know, maybe varying in degree. You know, uh, but but he was he was pulling in the in the eyeballs and so they didn't care. You know it was a trip about that. Like when we would do a big one on Fox too, right? Me and Matt and Bob, mm -hmm. we'd pull in the market the, the metro. We'd pull four hundred thousand. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just in Metro Detroit, we pull four hundred, and Don Lemon, with all the help in the world, can't pull three hundred. Yeah, you have the fuck out of here. Get yeah. out of here, man. You know, comes a time. Comes a time. Yeah. And he, he was protected. The business. He yeah. was protected for a long time and then that boss left. So it was just a he was he was on borrowed time. Hey, and you know, Mark, I, I bet there was like hardcore conservatives who helped keep him there that longer because the idea that Don Lemon was this archetype of the left in you know, incensed so many conservatives. Yeah. So half his audience might have been, you know, inadvertent conservatives, you know, hate, hate watching, uh, propping yeah. him up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when, when Charles Pugh split right, with his pedophilia right. charges and mm -hmm. stuff. There was a private eye put on Charles Pugh, and it, the photographs and the intel was leaked to me that Charles Pugh was spotted staying with Don Lemon. I go, he, he was? I got in the car, I drove to Harlem to Don Lemon's house, and I, I don't know, I'm, I need to ask, what do you make of this? And he's walking around with his purse dog, and his purse dog is dressed like he's dressed. And I go, Charles Pugh up there? Because what is the meaning of this? I go, you know what the meaning of this is? Charles Pugh, the on-the-run president of the Detroit City Council, staying with you. Have you seen him? I've got intel. It wouldn't... What is that? I go, that's a microphone. You know how this works. I put it in your face. You answer the question. It goes into the camera, and then it goes on TV. Just give me your card. So I give him my card. Okay. It's obviously, no comment. We drive all the way back to Detroit and Jeff Zucker, the head of CNN, had called my local boss here. And she goes, what are you doing? I go, nothing. There's no answer. I'm not putting it on the air. Now, fast forward to yeah. Ferguson. Ferguson. The grand jury, the decision, are they gonna, are they gonna charge the cop with the death of right. Michael Brown? And then there's Don Lemon on a, so, uh, a wooden box with a parka with the ermine collar. It's a beautiful piece of piece of tapestry this thing and and i'm walking all grizzled and hairy and i'm walking like this and i walk by and he gets a look at me and i get a look at him he gets a look at me i get a look at him i go down i turn the corner and i'm walking up this way towards the courthouse i look over he's looking at me long story short cnn said hey that show we're going to give you you're not getting that so yeah everything's a bitch we're all old anyway Good luck, Don. <laughs> Sorry about the kiss, Tucker. That was a kiss of death, man. I killed it for you. Like, like the mafia, Charlie. <laughs> yes. Uh, before we go on, I let me let me let me let me show you what a Coney kid is. This is from American Coney Island.
You go to AmericanConeyIsland.com, you click the button, and this arrives at your doorstep within just a few days. What you have here? Steamer buns, delicious. Steam them. They are delicious. This is a sweet onion. Vidalia? Yeah, same thing, but I don't know if this one's Vidalia. Sometimes there's. Okay, here is your pound of proprietary chili. Look at that. Fresh from the factory. A dozen dogs. Again, special recipe only for American Coney Island. And the hat. The hat for your kid. Look at that. Go ahead, Mike. Put that on. Put that on. You can. You can oh. widen it if you want. Oh, it doesn't fit with no, my headphones. No, you can, you can pull it. You can look at the side there. All right. It's adjustable. The other side might. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. There you go. There we go. All right. There we go. See that? Beautiful. It's for all the kids. So go to AmericanConeyIsland.com. A dozen of the original. The best. The first. And uh, this is not payola, man. I'd like you to have that. I, Thank you. I know you're a big fan. I'm a very big fan. AmericanConeyIsland.com. And uh, one more here. Luke Nowacki. Let me say about Luke Nowacki. He's putting out, you know, he puts out his quarterly thoughts. The guy's brilliant. He's talking about receipts in the federal government tax receipts are going down and yet the deficit in the first six months is over 1.2 trillion he's reading the congressional budget office report wow. he's trying to figure out what the the trust fund for the pensions if you know if you're a teamster it's insured and if the trust fund takes a shit the federal government bails it out i, for, I forget the number it was 35 billion they they maybe yeah 35 billion i i don't remember but it you know these are things you need to know if you if you're somebody's financial yeah. advisor because he knows them. because regular people <laughs> yeah. don't yeah that's but, why i go to luke and not you that's exactly right you know what i mean but i read what he sends me and I'm, I'm really impressed and i'm glad i deal with him and when if you if you're look if you're looking and you want some advice, and he's right for you. There's no charge to call the man. 248-663-4748. Luke Nowacki, Pinnacle Wealth. Get rational financial advice. 248-663-4748. And had you called him, he told you not to do the commercials, Mike. It's beneath you. <laughs> and, and Luke, I'm going to get that number after this. Uh, Charlie convinced me. Yeah? Here Thank you. Yes. Okay. okay hey, and by the way, the... Uh, I'd never had a Manhattan before. The delicious. Uh, whoever mixed it did a tremendous job. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's a man's drink, man. Okay, so let's do <laughs> what sayeth the former attorney general of the great state of Michigan, Mike Cox. Let's, um, let me ask a few questions. Trump and the indictment. What do you make of the fact that it's, it's a misdemeanor to fake your business receipts and we're gonna bring that dead charge, because statute of limitations, right. gonna bring it back to life and amplify it to a felony because another felony was committed, and that was the hush money should have been a campaign finance expense. Your your take on that? House of Cards, right? Go on. It, it's Kevin Spacey, House of Cards. You Frank are a Blackwood. Republican, by the way. I, so. I am. Okay. I am. Right. Uh, uh, it's it's incredible. It's. I mean, and, and I'm a prosecutor, right? And one of the things I got so much shit about when I ran for governor was I did didn't you, charge. Did you run with a mouth like that? Uh, no, I didn't. Well, you should have. You know, when, when Mark got me on, Drew and Mike occasionally, <laughs> I slipped. <laughs> yeah. 
It's all about the environment. It's all about the environment. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I barely recovered from being on Drew and Mike. I'm never going to recover from being on this show. So, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. We're like gonorrhea. Yes. <laughs> more, more like herpes. Gonorrhea you can get rid of. Herpes you're stuck with. For the How do you show. know that? I, I read. I'm widely read. <laughs> But no, it, it, but it's it's really a house of cards. Um, you know, it, it so often the hardest decision to make, or not so often, but oftentimes on public cases, our decision to make is not to charge, right? And in terms of my political life in 2010, uh, people beat me over the head about why didn't you charge Kwame with something with the Manugan Mansion? And well, there was nothing there. I would have had to do much more than than the than Bragg did. Uh, but what Bragg did is wrong. Look, uh, Trump is facing some real legal jeopardy in a number of these investigations. Uh, but but this is just really a house of cards. Uh, Joe Takapina, I think, even though it's 90 percent of the people in Manhattan vote Democrat, uh, even they won't buy what's going on here. For, for the reason you said, it's uh, not to pen a, or not to use a turn of a phrase, but it's, it's a trumped up charge. It well, really what's is. faulty about it? Just real quickly. What's well, well, it's it's like. You take uh, 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 out of date, meaning past the statute of limitations, misdemeanors, roll them in, and, and you're in a state court and, and you're alleging a conspiracy regarding a federal election. And, it, and quite frankly, it would take me 15 minutes even to give a distilled explanation. No, I get uh, it. But, but it will not for, I don't think, for Trump's attorneys. Now, whether the judge does what the judge should do, and ultimately dismisses it. We'll see, but I, but you know, I I think Trump's going to face a lot more jeopardy with a lot of these other. So cases. the other ones are serious, and you you're of the mind he should probably be facing these charges. I, no, I'm just saying more serious. Okay, right? more like, serious, like a a, a more serious minded legal argument in charge. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Now, also having said that, the Federal Election Commission looked at. You know, because there's no doubt Trump paid hush money and he tried yeah. to keep it quiet and yes. he faked the receipts. There's no doubt about that. You know, it's a great, I mean, the factual defense is going to be, yeah, I, I paid, uh, I'm a billionaire, I paid her 160 grand. Uh, so what? Yeah. You know, who, who who wants to have their family hear about this, whether it's true or not? I mean, it, 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 there's a multitude of reasons other than running for president for someone to do that. I mean, there's so many built-in defenses there. Uh, but... I hope for the sake of our American justice system, the judge boots it before it has to go to a jury to decide. Isn't that how fragile, Karen, like the American justice system is, that if no single judge wants to do what you know he knows is, right. she knows is right, that it scars it forever. That's it. But Mike, yeah. I want to ask you a question because Charlie asked you early on when you first start talking about this, he says you're a Republican, right? right? I want you to make it clear that you being a Republican does not compromise your objectivity or ability to look at things through an objective lens. That's a leading so question. Often, well, okay. your honor, yeah. she's leading the witness. <laughs> Mike, I want you to say. How do you balance that? Let me let me answer. How do you balance that? Because what? so often people on either side of the aisle are so adamant about supporting those that are with them that they don't always see things as clearly as some of us do. And you're absolutely right. Look, if it's a policy thing, uh, you know, taxes, uh, you know, sh should there be standards in schools? Uh, 
school choice, those kinds of things. Those are those are like policy choices that are left to people to decide. Uh, charging, you know, invoking the power of the state and, and not being able to prove it beyond a reasonable doubt and knowing that get, coming out of the gate or or or, or in your in your decision making as a prosecutor, you know, respecting the Bill of Rights or or under, or, or established case law, uh, that's a whole different ball game because Democrat Republican that can be turned on anyone so so easily. And, and don't you I, see people protecting the relationships of those that they share a political party with? Oftentimes, uh, yes, way too much. Uh, okay, wait, wait, too, and, and it happens on both sides. Uh, mm -hmm. And but but I'm hopeful. Uh, Look, I'm a very conservative Republican. I was conservative before Tucker Carlson became conservative, right? Uh, uh, but I think uh, when it comes to the rule of law and, and decisions on the use of the criminal law, especially, that's so, so important that we don't devolve into, uh, I, I won't say a well, third world country, because it could be, I mean, the UK has some crazy things, right? Uh, but Russia, Germany, South America, quote unquote, banana republics, they've all gone there. Some have returned and, and got straight. Others haven't. And, and we have to be we have to hold on to the idea that, uh, uh, you know, that that our rule of law is, is something very important. Thank you very much, Professor. Listen, here's the, here's <laughs> okay, the thing. Here's, fuck it. Charge. <laughs> I, I got thrown an expletive yeah, there. Yeah, I meant yeah. it. Thank you. Very I, much. I, I, I meant to much. say, we'll God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here's my, I have no problem. I think it's a shit charge. Right. Guys bending over backwards. I don't know how hush money should be a campaign expense. That's what's so stupid about. The, but here's what I know. Hillary Clinton's campaign paid for the Steele dossier, the one that started the whole Russian uh, hysteria. Right. Fact. Admitted. It's also admitted that you build, you paid your lawyer who in fact paid Fusion GPS, the firm who hired Steele. So they faked business receipts. The Federal Election Commission, which refused to hear Trump's, you know, hush money, came up with a deal, settlement with the Democratic National Committee and the Clinton campaign because that was campaign finance fraud. That that was a campaign expense, and you didn't you you know you you faked it, right? And you took somebody else's money to pay, so you have exactly what Trump's charged with. She's not charged, and guess where her campaign headquarters were? Brooklyn, New York. So I'm saying, middle of the road guy, fuck it. I, if that's what the legal system's going to do, if that's what a prosecutor's going to do, then all of these creeps get it, all of them. Am I wrong? Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Tell me. Uh, because what Elvin Bragg's doing with Trump is wrong. F flipping the script and saying, well, we, as retribution, we should go after Hillary. No, Clinton. not retribution. Well, it would be. Justice it would be, is it would, be, it would be past the statute of limitations. But, but, but I, you know, I. Th All of are, it should be broomed. Yes. Okay. All right. And here's another thing. Like as a prosecutor. Come on, we got to move on. We gotta okay, move on. Right, we gotta move on. I'm going to shut up. There. All right. Let, let me get that expletive book. Is George Carlin around? I'm going to figure out what I'm not throwing in here. <laughs> no, you're allowed to say that you want to. Right, right. How's your drink doing? It's doing well. Okay. It's evaporating. Let me know when you need another. Okay. All right. <laughs>
the MSU uh, gunman yes. was arrested with a concealed, loaded concealed weapon, no right. permit. He right. was charged with it. Before it's supposed to go to trial, they come up with another charge, a lesser charge, a misdemeanor charge. The misdemeanor charge is transporting a loaded firearm in a motorized vehicle. But he had a bicycle and he wasn't on it. Right. This, in your opinion, as a private citizen, but a lawyer who's been through it, this is a concocted charge to push it through the docket. Yes or no? Yes. Uh, but it, but it you know it happened. It's happened for decades. Have you ever heard of a bicycle being? Not not that. But I like for instance in Wayne County we would sometimes do these attempt carrying concealed weapon. Uh, well, you you can't pause, attempt. You pause. Either. Attempt to carry a concealed yes. weapon. <laughs> so he has a concealed weapon on him, and he's yes. charged with that attempting. Yes. Yes. Huh. Misdemeanor. <laughs> Uh, is that a real? Is that a real charge? It's, it's not a real charge. It's not a real charge. Yeah. So, because you, you either possess it or you don't. You, that's yeah. not. No, I mean, is that on the books? No. No. Okay. Wow. But but here here's the the greatest part of that hypocrisy, right? Which maybe you're getting to, which is the Ingham County prosecutor routinely does it, as do prosecutors across the state, because you can't prosecute every gun case to the fullest and send the person to prison. The hypocrisy is to be participant in that deal, let Mr. McRae get that deal so that he can go then buy a gun. And then you turn around and say, we have to do away with guns or we have to we, have, we need more laws. No, if you would have done your job, arguably, well, he wouldn't have been able to buy that gun. The, the point being is it's his conduct. It's not the gun. Right. And, and people don't want to hear that. They want the shortcut answer. But it's his conduct. And especially against the backdrop of a horrible tragedy, it's so easy to cut corners. It's becoming easier for prosecutors to cut corners. This is what we need to be saying. Like Again, I mean, getting rid of guns? I mean, how many centuries do you need in this country? But what can we do now? My point being, if they would have charged Mr. McRae, I shouldn't even call him Mr. anymore. He's a yeah. fucking murderer. Um convicted him he wouldn't have had to do a day in jail or prison right that's right. up to the prosecutor so what we could have done was taken away his right to legally purchase a firearm made it more difficult and if we were serious about nut jobs getting weapons this is a good place to start and no you get one chance right. but you never get a chance to buy a gun again i i agree okay i i agree but it, i have it, not forgotten you lansing yeah but, but, but maybe, this, uh, maybe this is a function of the 24-7 news cycle, right? So you get Karen McDonald who has to do something about the crumblies, right? And then you have the current... I support uh, that, actually. Okay. But, and, and I don't know enough to say she's wrong, but I don't know if I, if I were the crumblies, and thank God I'm not, and I wouldn't be there. God, how aptly named are they? Yeah, mm. but, but if... If the crux of the whole charge is, well, they went to school the day that he shot everyone and they disclosed to him, he's been drawing pictures of a gun and saying, I need help or something. That, uh, I don't know that I would have had the presence of mind. And truthfully, would anyone here say, OK, let me go search his backpack 
Yes. I, I, I would well, be like disturbed that my I son. I hope I'm trained. And not only your backpack, let me go check your locker. But but that would to me that'd be more likely that the school or the ministry as a parent you you get that information you buy hey. you're buying the kid a weapon he knows where it's at you're not storing it uh, we we need some blame we we do need some blame these these things don't have to happen well, well so I got to give Karen McDonald some credit it's novel it's never been done before it's, it's never, never been, been done, done before. before charging the parents with involuntary manslaughter right it's novel but they, I'll, they, I'll tell they, you they, what I'll tell you what brother okay go ahead minimum these fucking whack jobs who by the way tried to hide in the basement and get the I, fuck I out agree. of town and I, leave their kid here you're doing two years you're doing two years behind bars fucking great good one all right you're gonna win dismiss the there's your two years yeah. Yeah, they're not like, like Charlie, I, I said, yeah, I'm trying to make a living, so I don't read everything. I'll, I'll admit that. But my, my point is, if the crux of the case, there's a lawyer who doesn't read everything. No, I, I, <laughs> he's busy I, with I, his own cases. Yeah. I, oh, I, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought you meant the law yeah. books. <laughs> and, and Tucker and Don, by the way, I will read everything about you guys if you come hire me. So. <laughs> <laughs> what a whore! <laughs> What's that number again? Eight three three. No, but, but here's my point. There is a, 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 I don't want like prosecutors chasing around parents every time their kid does something wrong. Because it's, it's one thing if you have a four-year-old who has access to a loaded gun under a bed and there's no guns, there's no safety in. Now against the law. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a justifiable manslaughter charge. And I'm not saying what Karen did is not justifiable. But the, 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 the key piece I read about over and over is that day, as a parent, they're told their kid is saying, help me, and uh, drawing a picture of a gun, and they're hearing it. And again, I don't know. I'm the first to say, I don't know everything she does. But if that's the crux of the case, I think a lot of parents would be shocked. The crux of the case is they went and, 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 and I, I don't think I don't think buying a gun for a kid when he's 14 or 15 and for for practicing uh you know shooting and and the dad or whatever went with him to shoot i don't know that that's a prick and and then, leave it, and and then leaving it in the drawer and then being notified the day before yeah. that your kid was making drawings and then the next day when you're called in right well i, th I thought it was a day off maybe, maybe there's two the there was there was there's two two well, two well days. The, the, then the, the, then maybe, I, I played maybe. ignorance okay that. that's that's fair okay let's go like this uh next one taking gifts Right. I'm working on something. I won't tell you what it is, but you were the attorney. I, do general. I get a gift coming out of did, here? Did, <laughs> yeah, the it's gift. not illegal. He's now in private industry. Yes. Right. I, I owe him. That's Don't bill me. There, oh, that's okay. it. Okay. It's not. 833 Mike it, Cox. Bill him. <laughs> From a private individual, it is not illegal in the state of Michigan for elected officials to take gratuities, to take plane tickets, vacations, nothing. Is that correct? It's context, right? Uh, as long as you're not a lobbyist or working for a lobbyist, you're a private citizen, well, I, I, you can well, do that. How about we use a Clarence Thomas example? That's ex that, yeah, if, that, if you're a Michigan official, Clarence yeah. Thomas. Yeah, Clarence Thomas, some billionaire, loves him. The Trammell Crow, big developer, yeah. flies him and his wife, enjoys him, but he's never had any cases in front of him. There, there's never been a situation where Clarence Thomas could do him a favor. Uh, it's 
it's a, uh, it's maybe a little inappropriate, or a little, is it a, a little? But can we just go there? It's a lot inappropriate. No, aren't the American people sick of this? Well, first of all, no, what, no, no. But, but I, like, what about something in the future? Well, like I'll tell you. So I was involved. Or someone in a, he knows, or something that has a peripheral well, impact. Well, yeah, yeah, or his sugar, his sugar no, daddy gets someone else to bring. No, you're, you're absolutely yeah. right there, Karen. But that's a new fact. So if, if what's a new fact that uh, that the elected official is doing something for a friend or someone that the patron knows, mm -hmm. but. Uh, uh, you know, there can be situations where people just like a public official, a judge, and want to be good to them knowing that they, they don't make much money and say, use my place, you work hard, whatever. Does that make uh -uh. me sound sleazy to say that? It never yes. happened with me? Well, yes. Yes. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It no, does. no, but, it, but it's... Yeah. Yeah, it's sleazy. It's sleazy. In, in you want the, you want Because you want the job. Like, well, when, when, when let's, you're, let's say I had a place in Florida, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and, I, know, and I say, Charlie, uh, use my place in Florida. You're a great dude. I enjoy being with you. Or Mark, I enjoy being with you. Use my place in Florida. I would say this. I really would. I would say, Mike, man, I love you, dude. But you know I can't. I, mm -hmm. You know, I like when I go out for lunch with the source, I'm paying. Right. Just I, I'm paying. Just, just I'm paying, right? Right. And 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 it's that's it. when you want the high chair, things come with that. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. it's it's a long, rich life. I, and and, and, and God bless you. You know, I'll tell you this. So when I say, I, when you're talking about legal, or illegal, or I'm I'm not talking about my own behavior. I was afraid to ever fly first class when I was attorney general. Delta, uh, their lobbyists thought I'd like to fly first class, and unbeknownst to me, they. You know they can they can upgrade you on their computer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I remember one time I'm at Metro, and and I get called up Mike Cox and I'm in office and whatever. I walk up there. Yeah, well we've upgraded you first class. I said no. Right. And, and I'm like, and they're like, well there's no we gave your seat away in economy. So I waited till everyone got on the plane because I didn't want anyone to see me. Because I didn't want that appearance. Here's what you would do. This is how you'd be great, which is, excuse me, ma'am, um, would you mind swapping seats? Would you mind taking mm -hmm. my first class? Yeah. They made a mistake. It's, it's funny you thought that, because I did that later on. Mm. The, the first time I was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want this conundrum, right? And I didn't think fast enough. Believe me, but, I, lo I love first class. Yeah. The, the, the second time... I actually, it was like, I felt, I was like Willy Wonka giving out the golden ticket. You know, <laughs> hey, you want, you want to go in first? And they were like, what's the matter with you? You don't need to know. Well, but you're Politics. taking into consideration things that a lot of people don't take into consideration. And that's the optics, the perception yes, of impropriety, yes. even if there isn't any. And that has, that, that, what, that has weight, that carries weight as well. It that, really that, that does. So, that's so, you know, in the, the rules of professional responsibility for lawyers, uh, so many th times they caution not just about the impropriety, but the uh, the appearance. appearance. So, but yeah. but when you're asking about chargeable or someone should be excoriated or what, I'm talking about the objective. I'm not talking about my personal things. So, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, so. this, is, this is all. So, it's not a. Swap. If I ever run for office again, I don't want them running this. this I, I, I think the listeners are very, very surprised. <laughs> I, I just, just a, ask Tudor Dixon if they will. <laughs>
Well, I, I, I'm educated enough to know the answer, so. If it's not a lob, if it's a lobbyist, you can't take the upgrade. But if it's a private citizen who may have business before you in the future, you can. No. No. I'm sorry. No. All right. Um, might as well, I, I wrote it down because you brought it up and I get to the last one. You said you took a lot of shit about uh, Kwame Kilpatrick in those days and you didn't charge him. I told a few people that you were coming on. Yes or no, final answer. Was there a party at the Manugian and you were there and Carlito Kilpatrick walked in, saw a stripper and beat the shit out of her with her high heel, a table leg or a baseball bat, sir? <laughs> you forgot uh, Sean Combs, P. Diddy being there. Oh. That's I, what, you, you breaking you news. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, the three, the three troopers who brought this to Tom Furtow worked for me. He was a prosecutor. And they had a secret source, a Detroit cop who was being indicted federally on drug charges. And they met him over by UD High, like, a, a, not Green Lawn, but the street next to Green Lawn. And so, so the big news, this guy tells him, yeah, I was there, and there was this rapper named Sean Combs there. So this is in 2002, right? And uh, and you went, and, and wait, if I can interrupt, you went, no, the fuck he wasn't. I didn't see him. <laughs> well, I, I did, but it was like, it was like three white dudes from... All gray, Taoist, and you know, New or Zealand, right? And they had no idea who this guy Sean Combs was, even though he was the biggest star in the world at the time. <laughs> so no, they no, weren't at no. a. That, you know what? The guy had a lot of parties. That party yeah. did not happen. There wasn't like every yeah. swinging dick law enforcement watching the wife beat a woman half to death. I yeah. mean, I, I'm very privy to the case. I've been in the file. Uh, come on already. It's, yeah, it was a cocaine deal. She got caught in a crossfire. Yeah. That's okay. Okay, so it's look into the camera. Another sad Detroit story. Get close up. Which camera is this okay. camera? This camera right, right there. Yeah. Okay. Look straight in that camera. Which camera? This one right here. Okay. And tell the public. Okay. I, tell I, the I, public. I, I, I don't want to be. I don't want to be avoiding the camera. Let me. I, okay. I'm lined right, up the right camera. Right in there. Right. Tell the public. You know what you get. There was no part. Whatever you're going to tell them. <laughs> go ahead. Final confession. It's an urban myth. How about that? What, a little more than that. Give, okay. give us, a, give there, us something there, to put on YouTube. Okay? There was no evidence of a Manugian mansion party. There was evidence of Kwame's bodyguards billing the city for 26 hours of overtime in a single day. But uh, from the time of Coleman Young and Dennis Archer, that was never chargeable because the city permitted it. And you weren't there when a strip, stripper got half beat to death by uh, well, Patrick's. I wouldn't know that I wasn't or wasn't there. <laughs> I can say I was never at the Manugian Mansion uh, in, until actually Mike Duggan invited me about three months, three years ago. Is that right? Yeah. Was did. there a party? Yeah. Was there? There wild, was a party. Yeah. Wild yes. strippers yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Though uh, Duggan's <laughs> pretty boring, so he's and. And it was him and Lori, so uh, his wife was there. Yeah, it was a uh, former wife. Former wife. His, his first wife. wife now. His first wife. Yeah. Uh, don't don't. Who's a very nice lady. Don't don't rip open old wounds. Okay. Okay. Thank you. All right. Uh, finally, now, the state <laughs> of the Republican Party in Michigan. Um, it's a disaster. You guys aren't going to elect anybody for years. I I don't want to say years, but uh, we're probably headed for another bloodbath. Extrapolate, please. Well, uh, uh, there'll be no structure. No one wants to give money. Miss Karama, who I've never met, uh, and I, I don't want to like piss on her just to piss on her, but she's not going to be able to raise money. Uh, the people who elected her, a lot of them were the same people elected me and nominated me in 2002 to be attorney general. They're good people. 
but you know they've been so twisted by people like Tucker Carlson and and, and fed a lot of stuff and a lot of them have swallowed it and uh, we're you know we're not as relevant as we need to be if we're going to win and the fact that Whitmer I mean we have so many great issues we should be able to run on just from Governor Whitmer it's like remember uh, you know it's the roads Fix the damn roads, right? She looked at the camera. We had $9 billion to fix our roads. And what happened to the $9 billion? That's all you got? To fix the roads? Yeah, that's all you got? Go, going for Fix the roads. doesn't work for me. Okay, I'm sorry. It but, didn't work for no, me. No, but, but, no, but the reality is uh, there's going to be a great overreach over the next two years amongst the Democrats in the House and Senate. You guys, and, you and guys the, don't have any ideas. There's, there's no way to no, beat I, people. That at least they can say this. Uh, no, no matter if it's bullshit right. or not. Schools... Right, education. Um, well, no, well, well, hold on. You, you, jobs. You, you, no, but Charlie, you don't want policy, so I can I can tell you ideas if you want. Them. Well, just tick them. Oh, okay. Don't go off. All right. <laughs> Look, uh, spending nine billion dollars to give uh, one hundred seventy-five million dollars to a company that's run by the Communist Party of China yeah. in Macosta County, Goshen, or, or to to pay Ford one hundred and seventy-five million dollars in Marshall. Uh, you, you're trying. You're buying a couple jobs. Uh, companies come and locate um, based on like base stuff, and so you you get Ford to stay, but you're 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 losing hundreds of thousands of jobs from smaller businesses who aren't Ford, who don't have the political power. I mean that that that's simple. I mean, create. Well, here, let me help you now. The taxes are too damn high. What we pay for, we get less and less. The schools Absolutely. are imploding. The kids are not learning. The roads are shit. Everybody's look, packing look, look, up look. and moving I, away. I, I dro- you're paying the Chinese. Right. You're, 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 you're corporatists. Yes. Corporatists. Hey, check this out. So I drive. You drove through nickels down here <laughs> in the ghetto. And again, it never gets any better. Hey, am I allowed to scream over Fun the police? Oh, no. <laughs> no. No. I just tried to show you guys yeah. how we're living out here. Go on. Well, well, a perfect example. I'm driving here today, driving down Michigan <laughs> Avenue. With your, with your butler. Yeah, my butler. Yeah. <laughs> so I, you know. They call him Cox and Butler. A33 <laughs> Mike Cox, by the way. <laughs> no, no, but seriously. It, like Michigan Avenue is a lot nicer than it was 10 years ago. But if you're living in a normal neighborhood, there's the same amount of murders there was in 2012. So that's Mike Duggan. What have you been doing? It's Chief Craig. If he if he had been the nominee, if I were Whitmer, I said, Chief Greg, you you were there for eight years. What did you do? Nothing. You know what sucks? There's, here was the dossier right here. Chief Craig. <laughs> here it is. <laughs> he was gonna run. I was ready for yeah. him. And he, he didn't do it. He, yeah. That, you just criticized your friend. He's not my friend. You know, it's funny that Mike meeting, Duggan, Mike Duggan. I you know, the Detroit News wrote that I was in his wedding. Whose? Mike, Mike Duggins. No, that was Kwame. No, no shit. No. Oh, yeah. I, I, I was probably in Kwame's. No, wait. That was right before both his I get him confused. Yes. And, but you weren't in the wedding. Did you go to the wedding? I thought I saw you there in the bathroom at Kwame's. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. You saw me at the wedding. It was like over the fence. Okay. <laughs> I, I swear to God, I saw stall. you looking over my stall when I was at Kwame's second wedding. So I S- squinting, squinting, squinting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you you guys, yeah, you're screwed. All right, um, let me let me move. No, on. no, but but seriously. Oh, okay, sorry. I mean, no, like I, you know, I was a prosecutor in Detroit for 13 years, and, and, and a like, good one. 
highly regarded. Uh, yeah, and and I was, ran. Yeah, yeah. And I he I was ran homicides under Duggan. We were kicking ass. Ten years now, twenty years later, the homicide rate is still the same. And he's been the mayor so what for is ten he not doing? years. You've been reading my column. What is yeah. he not doing? Uh, what is he not doing? Investing. Uh, he, he's not. He, yeah, he's not taking care of the police department. You know, in every city across Michigan, every township, two thirds of your budget goes to fire and police. That's your most important function as a mayor. And so if you had 303 murders in 2012 or 13, when we had 720,000 people live in Detroit, and you're back at 303 last year Excuse with 600,000. 345, because they, 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 yeah. they backed out uh, 37. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. always, yeah, mm. the, the funny math. So, yeah. mm -hmm. so, so in math. all fairness. I, if so I don't, Karen, 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 please uh, re yes. bookmark that. He just said the funny math. What? It's really okay. important. Right? Like I'm not fucking with the public. I'm telling you the truth. Mm -hmm. Funny Matt, you heard it from the guy running homicide. I apologize. Bookmark. Uh, hey, bro, hold on. We uh -oh. had no funny math when I was there, so I, I wasn't okay. here, man. Okay, you damn right. You handled. Well, funny I was math. just. I was just gonna say. I mean, I appreciate you saying that because we've always at least for me, I've not criticized the police chiefs because they respond to and take direction from the mayor. Right. And right. so when these things don't happen, it's because it's not a priority of the mayor. And I just want to make that clear. I mean, they, 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 what, they're following their bosses. Look, one, look, can I ask Karen something? Please? Sure, I'm sorry. Karen, are yeah. you hearing? Can't Karen and I just talk? No, this no, is yeah. this Do is friend. It's friends. You? What is this, right. man? You're so rigid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a free flowing conversation. Can Can the man get a freshener, please? Let here finish. See, you're like Don Lemon, wow. you, know, you know, jealous of Caitlin Clark and whoever. How dare you I don't know which character I am. That the man is jealous. Maybe they're jealous. That's why they're stealing his time. <laughs> what were you going to ask me, Charlie? I forgot. Hold on. Um. Oh, shit. Oh, are you hearing that it's a possibility that the chief of police contract in Detroit will not be renewed come this June? Are you hearing that? A minor conversation. See, this isn't rehearsed. Minor this, conversation. This, this is no bullshit. No, it's yep. not. Because yeah. I didn't know you were going to ask me that. So, and we hear a lot of stuff, Charlie. So let's just say rumbling. I'll call it a rumbling. Okay. Well, there we go. There's a there's a little nugget for there's a lot. You know it, yeah. um, Mike. A lot of people do listen to this program. It's top two hundred. Well, well, if I could get back, just the re, the, the reporters should follow up on it. Oh, but but it's like what Karen brought up is absolutely one hundred percent true. Uh, look. The mayor is in charge. Two thirds of the budget is police and fire. Mm -hmm. And if police and fire aren't delivering, that's on the mayor. You, you, that yep. crazy Rudy Giuliani, uh, who gave my wife COVID, um, yeah, <laughs> before he was crazy, he, he <laughs> before he was crazy, he turned around New York. I'm right? Writing that down. Yeah, I mean, you, Rudy gave my no, wife COVID. No, they, they were they were at they they were at a rally or at a meeting, you know, and after the election. <laughs> and he took his mask off and so everyone took their masks off i remember and, that story, and, yeah. and, and so I remember that in the news. his staff called her the next day and said rudy's got he's in the hospital right this was the day after he farted in the michigan yeah, le yep. legislature yep, and but and and you better go get it's checked a natural in. function she, mike yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i'm digressing but getting back to what Karen you know said, what happens when rudy giuliani takes off his mask he turns into phyllis diller 
Yeah. Okay, Mike, what were you saying? <laughs> you don't yeah, remember you, either. No, no, I do. You're you're 100% right. I mean, the mayor is the mayor. The, the buck stops with him. Well, and, but I'm saying that because two seconds ago you said, you know, when James Craig wanted to run for governor yeah. and you said you were there for eight years, what did you do? But that's up to Mike Duggan because well, that was his boss. Well, so, it's both, right? It's a partnership, right? And well, it should be a partnership. But if you know Mike Duggan, you know that there's no such thing as a dictatorship. You know that. <laughs> yeah, you're my, right. And, okay. you, know, I, you know, my. my Anybody I, ever tell you you look like Lenny Dykstra? But before or after he went crazy? Before. Before. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. When he was well, the shit you. in the outfit for the Mets. It was unbelievable, right. Lenny Dice. Right. I'll, I'll take that. Before, oh, before the cocaine Charlie's and the gambling. Yeah, you know yeah, what no. I'm saying, isn't it? When he was running the bases for the Phillies, I'll take that. Oh, no, I'm, the I'm man, good. a good guy could fly. He was great. Okay. You know, Karen and I try to have a real conversation. <laughs> and you're, uh, I, I'm just arbitrary. Every, everybody's got it. It's what's good. So, like... Okay. But, but I'll have to, okay. Laura tells me I'm just some fat 60-year-old man. And so the fact that you said I look like Lenny Dykstra. What a misogynist Laura is. <laughs> if you were to say the same thing to her, well, we got headlines. Yeah. But factually, he I called can't. me a fat 60-year-old man. Oh, man. <laughs> Shame on you, Laura. You know, your wife, <sighs> when she ran for state office and won, it's the one and only time in my mother's life that she had a lawn sign and yeah. it was it was for your wife oh, well, when i wait when she was chasing I after go, Ma, you don't know this woman she's crazy yeah. when i was at when you when my wife was chasing after bafacano about the jail and in the airport and everything we go to we go to the costco and i was attorney general i thought it was big shit yeah everyone wanted to talk to my wife <laughs> It was, it, was, it was pretty my, humbling. Because yeah. she was on TV. Because she was on TV. My TV. Sometimes with the guy from Fox. Too. My TV. Yes, your TV. But she was bigger than me. She was like the one. No that, one's bigger than you, Charlie. That, <laughs> you hear that, babe? Yeah. I'm just talking to my wife right now. You hear that, babe? Totally bigger than All right, let's move it along here. Like, okay, last thought goes to me. Thank you. Thank, okay. I, thank you both for agreeing. Mike Cox, the former attorney general of Michigan. Mike Cox ran. Did you run the homicide bureau at the prosecutor's For office? Two years. He ran. Kicked he, ass. Yeah. He ran the, the the homicide bureau in Murder City because it was in 2002. Now we dropped to six. It's okay. Yeah. Um, let's move along. No, I got it. These things are working. <laughs> <laughs> he, you said, and you know this. Two thirds of a. Major municipality, at least every other municipality in Michigan, two-thirds goes to public safety. Right. Not ours. If you do ambulance, fire, police, you're not even talking 50% of the... 50% of the, the budget after... the, the What am I talking? Discretionary. Right. Discretionary, non-discretionary. Half the budget is non-discretionary. You have to pay these. These are bills and debts and et cetera. The other half is called discretionary. You can spend it however you want. We're not even spending 50% of the 50% for public safety in one of the most violent cities in America. It's a shame we're being failed. And it wasn't just Mike Duggan. It was, sorry, Karen, it was Dave Bing and you. You didn't have any money. And it was every other yeah. fucking politician before because everybody got their hand out here. 
Well, oh. people have been kicking the can in the city for the longest, Charlie. I mean, everybody, even now they say, oh, our budgets are balanced. Right. Budgets are always balanced on paper. So, you know, we've been kicking the can and we're kicking the can again. Yes. Yeah. You, Bravo. You, you know, they're balanced Karen, at the Karen beginning goes, of the year. They're yeah. never balanced at the yeah, end. It goes back to expectations. And, you know, I hope Detroiters just say we've had enough and make changes, you know, because at the end of the day, every politician has to respond to a voter. They may not want to, <laughs> they may dance, they may try and give explanations, but at the end of the day, the people really can make a difference. They you can. Know, they but, can. But you know what? Like you said before, democracy requires an honest arbiter. Yes. And that's, you know Karen. Karen's big wheel I, in this yes. town, and, and we, made, we made some choices. You know, we, we offer jobs on the East Coast. We don't want to take them. We, we like it right. here, and we like what we're doing. And I respect you being here and actually giving us a little bit of credibility. That's it's a cool thing. Thank you for it. Now, remember, before we get to this last segment, and you're going to want to stay for it, believe me. <laughs> Spring season uh, buying time is here, and so home inventory is on the rise. Rates have leveled off, and at the lowest they've been in months. Yeah. Yeah, six months. Yeah, and mm -hmm. yeah. And I don't know, talking to Luke, what's going to happen. I'm, I'm not telling you to run out and do it now, but call Luke, call David Hall. If you think it might be time to buy, it's Hall Financial. they got a ton of great programs right now and can save you money off your rate and even help with the down payment assistance. Get this a good one. Is it still, it says this week. This was last week, everybody. Yeah, it's still good. Okay. Just do it. Tell Just them the Duff. Him. Tell, tell him the Duff said. Call him and find out yeah. if it's still if, good. If he don't do it, the Duff said, hey, Dave. Knuckle sandwich. <laughs> they announced a 1% down program with up to $4,000 in forgivable down payment assistance. Mm? Mm? But you have to be qualified. So call them and see if you're qualified. If you're thinking about spring or summer renovations, which I am, I looked up how do you get the ice out of your gutters? It starts fucking up the shit. The ice goes up the shingles. It starts Damn. falling in your living room. I need to fix that. I need some money. I don't want to pay a lot of money. Ooh, it's a home equity loan. There, get that. Take the home equity loan. Pay off the credit card. Don't pay it on the credit card. Do it on the home equity loan. You feel me, bro? I, I that it feels like a jingle, man. Yeah. Are you a Madison? I feel like a Madison Avenue. And it made sense. And Mad Men. Yes. And, it, and it made yes. sense, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is how you do that. Yeah. Eight six six call. Eight six six call. Or go to. Callhallfirst.com. Yeah. Thank you. We're, yeah. we're going to need Mark to do some percussion or something like that. <laughs> you, you know, when he beach. works on Drew's program, they got all kinds of groovy yeah. sound. We, we're different, though. Yeah. Different, different feel, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, what happens here, this program does the news, and the Drew talks about it. Yeah. But he's got what's the groovy sound. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what's wrong with that. When's the last time you checked your home insurance rates? Uh, this year. Your auto rates? This year, thanks who, to. Who, who'd you check with? Legacy. And what happened? Um, they found me a better rate. <laughs> Going down, down, yeah. down, down, down. <laughs> I looked into my insurance. I called Legacy. My price went down, 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 down. This is another down. jingle? Yes, it is. 586-209-4106. Save a buttload. All right. I'm going to tell my wife I met John Hampton. <laughs> All right. Hate to do this to you, dude, but you said it. Seems like you're your own man. Um, Seems like. <laughs> the demolition shit is real. All along, I told you I left my job because of it. The city is poisoned. Here's what's happening, the latest. 
criminal enterprise and 11 counts of false pretense were filed against the demo contractor in Detroit for fraudulently billing the, the city $1 million for contaminated dirt. Here's what's more important that the corporate media did not put in the reports. The Detroit Land Bank Authority has agreed to repay another $1 million for, quote, monitoring issues in the program. Here's what I know. The feds came in here in 2016, midway to 17, to 18, to 19, to 20. You know how federal investigations go. They take four, five, six, seven years. Yes. COVID happened. Everything got shut down for two years. So far, correct? Yes. This this is Mike Cox. And, and, and by the way, they generally don't work past 5 p.m. So they, they, they don't. They don't. So now, here's what happened. Treasury, the Special Investigator General for Treasury, we'll say Treasury for short, has a big case. They want to bring it. Biden's Department of Justice does not want to bring it. It's not big enough. Biden and Duggan are good buddies. Duggan was one of the first major politicians in the country to endorse Biden. It's not going. So here's what's weird, and you tell me if this is weird. You tell them if I'm right. bullshitting. Treasury went shopping for a local partner because Washington didn't want to bring it. That's kind of weird, right? It is. Okay. They went to the Attorney General's office. Yes. They went to the, the Detroit Office of Inspector General. Yes. So they're starting to crack little pieces off. Hey, and, and I will hand it to Dana Nessel. Like, she, she went after him. She, she didn't go after him on Benson's husband's payoffs uh, or, you know, deleting all the emails. Uh, but I'll, I'll give uh, General Nessel credit. Uh, look. So you're it, aware of what I'm talking about. I, 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 you're deeply aware. Yeah. I, so I, I, anyone can sign for the attorney general press releases. I do. Yeah. And you're right. It was hardly covered in the news. You know, someone's charged for stealing a, a million dollars from a demolition. How many houses is that? And, and it's just like, and other people, you know, is, I mean, that's a lot of smoke. And there's been smoke for seven or eight years. And, and like I said. And you don't I, see I, anything. You don't see anything. I had great hopes for Mayor Duggan. But, you know, after 10 years, it's like crime isn't moved. Uh, the houses aren't coming down. The dirt is poisoned. The dirt, the, the dirt is poisoned. You know, I don't know. Maybe so maybe Detroiters have to go get Warren Evans because he seems to be doing a good job. He does it. Where is so could is Mike he? Duggan be governor, uh, Mike? Because those are the rumors. He had a huge fundraiser right before the end of the year, raised a ton, raised right. a ton of money, uh, and that we're hearing that he's already focused on his next goal. Well, there's a couple things. I I think it's a great opportunity for a Republican in 2026, or there will be. Uh, so he's he's got to fight him. history. He's Wasn't got to he fight. A Republican before he ran for mayor. <laughs> yeah, so he's got to fight history. But 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 I think I think folks across when he's never run against someone who has had as much money as he has, right? Uh, Sharon McPhail when he ran well, for press. Pros my my point is like no one's ever thrown the dirt at him in, in a statewide election, whether it's in the Democrat primary. Or the Republican primary, or the Republican general election, you know the the stories that Mike has been able to avoid will come out. He's and, gonna, and people won't like it. He well, I don't see. Wait a minute, you you grew up with the cat. You guys were friends at high school, right? No, no, okay. You grew no, up we we went to the same high school, Detroit Catholic Central. Yeah, he was four years ahead of me. So okay, I never met him until I was thirty-seven or eight or whatever. Okay. You guys are friends. 
No. Okay. I mean, I I respected him when he was my boss. I think he's a very smart guy. He's genius. And and he's done some good things. Like like I said, I I thought he would have been a great mayor, and and it looked good the first couple of years. Did it? But it, but it's still the same. Ten years later. Okay, so you're paying attention. How? Watch this. This is for the regular people. This is not politics. Right. It's very odd. It's it's almost unheard of that one governmental body will charge another governmental body with a million dollar fine. That's a right. whopping fine. It is. It is. So in the last two months, two and a half months, we've had a one million dollar fine penalty payback right. and a $1.5 million fine. We've had a $9 million fucking clawback in 2016. We're, we're, we're getting up there and there's more to drop. Yeah, it, it, here's like getting money to tear down a house is really hard. So like Duggan got the no he didn't he didn't do it no but he got the original tarp money and the he didn't ARPA do it. no money. let's let's buy, but but I he wanna, didn't I, do it it was I, there I, when he came in I, office but I, I want to make this point which Karen brought up earlier Karen got the money which but the houses I wouldn't blame him so much but the corruption right and then and then you you team that with the lack of public safety after a decade. That's a problem. Mm -hmm. okay. That's horrible. That, that is, I mean, it's like that, that Detroit, is, real Detroiters. Like, like I was saying, I drove down Michigan. It looks a lot better than it, it looks better than it has in twenty years, right? Mm -hmm. But that's not where most Detroiters live. And so, like, in I, fact, no, no Detroiter actually lives down here anymore. It's empty. Yeah. But, so but, uh, let me get back to it, so we don't get. It is. Corruption. You're the host, so I'll, I'll that defer. is corruption. Yes. You see it. You see. Mm -hmm. You see where the fines are going. And I want to know, look, it, 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 and it's not always criminal corruption. Right. A lot right. of times it's just petty relationship stuff where people overpay and it's just, we, we just don't pay attention. Look at here. We got, we got 150 sites of demolition, 127, right? That are supposed to be replaced. We've got another 57 over in Karen and Red's neighborhood that were supposed to be replaced. Uh, the 2019 investigation claimed there's $13 million in payments that were for unsubstantiated costs. Well, well, Charlie, think about this. He claims he grew up on Stansbury before he moved to Livonia, right? Everybody does that. Yeah. So drive up and down Stansbury, uh, you know, uh, on the west side, and, and you be the judge. That's a real neighborhood where real people live. I want to put this out there because this was something that everybody kind of overlooked. He did an interview on Fox two when they, when he was talking about directing uh, contracts, you know, and he said, and that's the same thing that, that Kilpatrick, you know, got in trouble for doing. And he admitted it. He said, yes, he said, I've done that. I'm steer, I've steered contracts. He said, and I'm losing sleep over it. And that just kind of went over everybody's head, including the person who was interviewing him. You know, it's funny. I went back, I did 15 of these things, you know, and it's not easy to do a television piece where it's paperwork and contracts and bullshit. I went to look for him for tonight's show because no media, and again, here's what's happening with the media. They're becoming the government. They're parroting the government's message and so nobody in Detroit, not the ministers who are in on it, you know, not, not the political class, not the lawyers. You won't tell the truth to the people that this shit could be as poisoned as Flint. Right. We're going to get hundreds of houses instead of thousands because I talked to the feds. 
this is what's going on. I know you're listening, John. No offense. I told you before, my kid, your kid. This is factual now. It's based on facts alone. There's no way we're going to get justice. This could be as big as Flint. And when I went to look on YouTube for, and they were pretty viral, a couple hundred thousand apiece, you can't find them. You do, it's real easy search. YouTube, Leduff Demolition Detroit. Real easy, right? right? In the first hundred scroll downs, you'll find one story. And the only reason you probably found that story, because I couldn't find it yesterday, was because a few of us downloaded it. One. And mayor, there's no, I, this week was demolition week, Karen. Look at us, mm -hmm. demolition week, because this came out and nobody reported it. Shame on y'all. Shame on y'all. So I found one. You knew, Mayor, because I fucking told you a bunch of times. There's no way around it, and I've got all those silly lawsuits that your underlings and your lawyers sent to me. I'm not afraid. Truth is a defense, and you don't got any. I got one. You guys want to? You want to see an old one? Yes. This is from 2016, <laughs> yes. before I left Fox Two, and it was the last critical one they did. And it's important to say. I wasn't allowed to do anything. They told me stop doing them because the mayor came and talked yeah. to him. You know what I'm saying? And I said, oh, okay. And then the boss went on vacation. And we did one in the way. Because this ain't no Don Lemon, Tucker Carlson bullshit. I love you all. Watch this one and pay attention to the babies at the end. And sister, if you're out there and those are your kids, I'd love to do a follow-up today. Let's roll it. Now you know how we've been telling you about Duggan, his demolitions, and his dirt drama? Trucking costs went up because we're demanding prompt uh, service of clean fill. The worst issue was the fill, and it was the trucking expense to bring dirt in from 30 or 40 miles away. So what the mayor seems to be saying is the cost of demolitions went up because of good, clean dirt. Hmm. I know about it, man, because I'm from the hood, man. I know I'm educated. None of them have it. Not, nope. a, sing not a single house. That's not even topsoil, huh? No, it's not. It's rocks and clay. Back when Mayor Dave was doing the demos, there was no dirt drama. Back then, the law said that the whole hole had to be filled with dirt. Nice dirt. No crappy bits of concrete or brick dirt. But then Detroit went broke. And we got an emergency manager and a new mayor. And then the dirt law got changed. Now you could throw crappy bits of brick and concrete in the holes. Just make sure the top three feet was clean fill. That was supposed to save us a lot of money. But somehow it didn't. And Mike blames the dirt. But how, Mike? when you're using less dirt. You've got to bring in good, clean soil from far away. 
Whoa. Questionable contracts, skyrocketing prices, your tax dollars. And now Mike's got his own full-blown federal investigation. It's unclear if the city under Duggan ever even followed the three feet of clean fill law. And here's where it gets weirder. Mike's top lawyer, Melvin Hollowell, is asking the city council to change the law to a new six inches of dirt law. And he wants to make the law retroactive. That's right. Melvin wants to go back in time and change the law to, quote, avoid any unintended consequences. I bet there's a thousand guys in the county jail dreaming of a retroactive law to avoid any <laughs> unintended consequences. We reached out to his honor and his demolition experts. They wouldn't speak to us, but watch, it's pretty funny. How many holes have not been properly filled? You all went on the record, on camera, told the people of Detroit Charlie, the cause of questions in writing. Because you put dirt and in I'll there. answer in writing. You didn't put dirt in there. I wrote, wrote my questions down. And yeah, we'll answer in writing. Yeah, let me give them to you on the record. Why don't the holes have three feet of dirt as required by law? What is the estimated cost going to be? Did the city break its own laws? Pool boy. Mr. Farkas, what's up with the dirt? Put it in writing. Try and deliver it. What's up with the dirt? Uh, Melvin Hollowell. Well, you can't hit Melvin Hollowell because he is not here. Where is he? I keep sending him messages and calls. He's a public servant. He's not running for office. Yes, sir. He's hiding? Mm -hmm. I asked for the information from your office. I'm sure you've seen it, so would you have it, sir? You've got to put your questions in writing. They are. Here's, here's the answer. It says, mm -hmm. come get it two days ago. I don't have it, so it's been put in writing. So the answer is, where is it? Um, you have to put your questions in writing, and we'll respond in writing. Where is it? That's that's it right there. That's that's the writing. Where's the information? If you said, hey, look, I'm just going to turn that homework in a couple days later. Don't worry about it. What did your teacher say? She's going to be, where's your homework? Mm, what? She's going to say, where's your homework? Where's your homework? Where's the homework? The traders deserve the absolute best demo contractors uh, out there. You remember this guy, the city expert who showed up at a demo site last fall? A site that he picked? Why'd they send you? I'm the subject matter expert on the stuff in the city. Yeah, but I wanted to talk to Jim Wright. They sent me to the pool boy and I want to talk to the man. He won't talk to me now either. But look at the lot he was showing off back then as a model of their demolition awesomeness. Oh, come on! <laughs> and here's the mayor's 10,000th demo. He was crowing about it six weeks ago. Nobody in America has begun uh, to try to address blight at the rate that we have. And look at it today. A real moonscape. <laughs> Where's all the fluffy grass you promised us? And guess what this cost? $23,930. You might not be able to grow pumpkins in the mayor's lots, kids. You might not be able to play football on them either. But hey, don't worry about it. There's always a bunch of big rocks you can throw at each other. Thanks, Mr. Mayor! Come out of your badger hole, Mr. Mayor. Come on out, explain yourself. In words. From your mouth.
You're and a all cruel the put man. it in white. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking back. My friends are not left or right. I I I don't care what y'all say. I I care about you. I care about I care about us all. This was obvious. How bad is it? We will never get there because of politics, but it's admitted now, isn't it, Mike and Karen? You see it dribs mm -hmm. and drabs. It's true. Yep. Yeah, you Charlie, know, remember someone that was that was saw me out and made a comment to someone I was with. They said, is that Karen Dumas? And the person said yes. And they said, tell her and Charlie to stay on it because Charlie is on to something. So you've been on to this and this is someone that works for the mayor. So they, too, know that all this is wrong. You know, performance matters. So you and Karen have to perform, keep an audience. And the reality is that uh, after 10 years, the mayor hasn't performed on, on the main things that a mayor is supposed to perform on. It's, it's that simple. You're kind of ingenious and, and you have great uh, artistic vision and uh, how you present it. I love those cute kids. But that's the reality. Like the proof is in the pudding, or whatever metaphor you want to use. And and how much of you? They got these drinks are good. <laughs> They're making me feel good. About for it. for the record, I've only had one, and I'm. I, you, I, I don't want to. Your your butler, your butler's driving. Don't worry about it. We, <laughs> we, 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 don't worry about it, man. We got it and everything. No, I, I, I'm afraid. You know, you're afraid. Don't worry. I, I'll not be afraid not, for you, sir. I, I, I don't. I don't want someone from City Hall calling the third or fourth oh, precinct saying, saying, "Hey, look for Cox driving down Michigan <laughs> Avenue." Man, suck my cocks, man. <laughs> you did, motherfucker. Don't worry, we got it all. There'll be a mugshot of me, you know, two days from now. And you do, no, you're right. News. You don't look like Lenny Dykstra. You look like Nick Nolte. <laughs> I like that. God, I, he was great. What's I up, Sugar Tits? Yeah, huh? yeah. I, I liked him. Yeah. I'll take that. Well, again, for the people, for the children, I got to go see the urologist. I don't know what's going to happen. But uh, for the children, I don't care. For the kids. What? Okay. Did, did I just say that out loud? Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, never mind. I'm a little worried about that. <laughs> I didn't get I the connection when I was waiting up. for it. My eyes are going bad. Everything's going bad, man. Everything's going bad. But I have lose no hope. None. I lose no hope. Because uh, I talked to my ma, you know, the one that's got your wife signed in her yard. Still there. Possums live under it now. <laughs> Good shall not always prevail and evil shall not always prevail that's not god's plan it's a cycle one has its day and the wheel turns and the other has its day yes. and you just must be strong and go for the truth and this is wrong and mark my words more of these are coming and hello dude hello dude i don't want to say no names right now it's coming. I told you. you. You thought you were covered. You guys, you guys fucked the people, man. Thanks, Mr. Mayor. Mike Cox, thanks for being here, man. Thank you, Charlie. Was, Thank you, Karen. You're welcome, Mark. Mark the full crew. Thank yeah. you. Yeah.
How about me and hey, you? I'm welcome back. And I, you know, <laughs> people are calling me tomorrow. Say, so why the give hell the would you go again. on? Give show? the number again. Give the number again. Oh, A33, Mike Cox. Hey, wait, let me text Don and Tucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there goes always a Michigan angle to this. Yeah. Karen, thank you for your service to this great city of ours. Never thank lose. you, Charlie. Never thank you. Never lose faith. All right. We'll see you. Uh, you know what we should do? What? Run the whole thing. I was like, we break it in half. It was so good, we break it in half. But no, no. Eric Mays yeah. is getting his suit on the Avenue of Fashion. America's city councilman will be in Troy Monday getting a suit. All right. On the Avenue of Fashion, and hopefully he'll make a little time <laughs> for the little show that knew him. Before when he was just Flint City Councilman. <laughs> we'll see you Monday.